Callahan's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I am Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We'll reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories about how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today, we discuss season two, episode nine, The Election. It's <laughs> a good it's a good episode for 2020. Yeah. The election. So this was written by Darren Goldberg and Shelley Meals, who wrote last week's episode. Right. OK. Those two were, I wonder how they broke that down. That's weird. Yeah. Um, directed by Patrick R. Norris, whose first director credit is the My So-Called Life episode titled Res- Resolutions. Oh, I love that episode. Love it. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of episodes of Roswell. Oh, great. He great. did The O.C. Cool. He did Friday Night Lights. Ugh. He did The Vampire Diaries. What? Oh, my God. And Gossip Girl, among many others. I love how Dawson's Creek was such an incubator. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, This originally aired on December 16th, 1998, which Mm -hmm. was two days before my 15th (laughs) birthday. Um, Okay, I'm going to read, Aaron, the description from Wikipedia. Andy's decision to run for student council lands her on a campaign trail of tears when Abby begins advertising her family situation. Campaign trail I mean, of I don't, tears. I feel like maybe don't use trail of wow. tears. Wow. That's an appropriation that I can't really get on board with. I mean, it's fucked up, but what happens to in both cases yes but, but, one, is, but one is significantly ooh, worse than ooh. yeah one's a genocide yes <laughs> just saying jen helps dawson take steps to deal with his powerlessness over his parents divorce and tries to teach him how to be a teenager jack shuts joey out during a family crisis hmm so, in my little history's mysteries, uh-huh. December 19th, 1998, the U.S. House of Representatives uh, impeaches Bill Clinton. Wow. Yep. Wow. Uh, and then the number one movie in the country was uh-huh. Star Trek Insurrection. Okay. Which the, one's that? I have no idea. Okay. I'm so sorry to the Star Trek fans. I think that's the one with the Borg. Okay. Okay. The number one song is I'm Your Angel. By our queen Celine Dion. Oh yes, but yes, also yes. in yeah. a duet with right, right. absolute trash. pile of trash, R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Talk so, <sighs> well, Celine Dion was uh, groomed by her husband. Yeah. So, um, just so the listeners know, Erin has a Celine Dion tattoo. I do, yeah. And we went to her final shows in Las Vegas right. at the incredible. Coliseum. It was incredible. Yeah. I mean, uh, just like one of the best concert going experiences. Yeah. yeah. It was camp in a way that like I didn't understand. It did make me want to go to more shows in Vegas. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this. I got to tell you. I got to gotta tell you off mic about Shania Twain. The Shania Twain theory wow. that's being floated between me and Jen right now. Okay. 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 All right. So we're gonna open in Dawson's, Dawson's room. room. What the fuck, man? I know. Season two. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Dawson's room. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've only had two episodes so far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Dawson is wearing the thermal that I owned. Um, and, <laughs> and it's like 
Jen, you're killing me. Yeah, he's like all anxious. Like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God. Just yeah. like such a spoiled He's person. watching the Partridge family. Yeah, 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 totally. And, and then she, we cut over and Jen's like reading his script, you yeah. know? And so we're like, okay, he wants to know what she thinks. Right, right. Which I did think was pretty thoughtful. Like, I, I'm here for a Jen Dawson friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we've been talking about that for a long time. Yeah. That Je- that's what Jen seems to want. Yeah. Um, I'm Dawson here for needs it. more friends. So. <laughs> I mean, like, you all know, these like kids kind of win, win. Yeah, yeah totally. you know. So she finishes and she's like, you know, he's like up he's and like, sitting next like, to her right, in two seconds. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> and she looks at him and she, it's so funny. She's like, okay, well, do you really want to know or do you want to like. Do you want the do Dawson want the, truth or do you want the, the truth? truth, truth. truth. <laughs> And he's just like, what? what's the difference? In other words, you hated it. Yeah. Like, he can't believe that people treat him with kid gloves. Normally? Like, yeah, yeah, regularly? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's like, she's like, no, 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 I didn't hate it. I just kind of thought it was fluff. Fluff. And it's really interesting because... <laughs> He, like, cannot believe it. Yeah, he's, like, really, like... He fights against it. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. he's like, you can't be telling the truth. He's you like, know? my heart and soul went into that script. Yeah. It can't be fluff. It can't be like, fluff. And you're like, yeah, bro, it can. Have heart you... and souls can go into fluff. Seriously. Read some fan fiction, man. Dan Brown, come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> fan fiction is better than Dan Brown, mostly. It's true. So Jen, like, very calmly and nicely tells him that the script seems to come from a naive point of view. Yeah. And Dawson is like upset he's like it's supposed to be naive it's the age of innocence the magic of first love yeah and she's just kind of like it's it's innocent and it's just like not relevant to teenage dumb you know like she's just kind of like no no this is not the experience of teenagers dawson you know yeah she's like it's not it's lacking relevance for today's society and i was like did they take reviews of the show right. that had come out? <laughs> totally. And like <laughs> make it. Okay. So I'm going to introduce a new little uh, segment. Yeah. Um, it's called the Meta Triangle. <laughs> so we re- do actually record this in a studio. So we're going to use these gadgets that we have at our disposal yeah. for fun stuff. And um, every time this show gets too meta, I'm going to ding this triangle. All right. So yeah. this is our this is our test run. Right. Ready? <laughs> All right. <laughs> They're being meta. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. just kind of like it needs to be raw and dark. And like he can't understand what she's saying. Like Well, cuz she's like you go out of your way to comment on teen life but you say nothing about it. Yeah, and she kind of got at this in the reluctant hero episode where she just kind of like yeah you need experiences like you know they've kind of been laying this out the whole second season of like your childhood is about moments you know and like those moments are just experiences and Dawson doesn't have any right and and Dawson like puts his head against the wall and is like you know if you twist the knife a bit more to the left you might hit my jugular <laughs> okay drama queen <laughs> And she's like, I don't, I'm not trying to send you into a spiral, but like it needs anger and edge and, you know, the raw, dark pain of being a teenager. And I think like that's what Jen is like, you know, this is fucking sucks. Yeah. And like we can talk about the fact that it fucking sucks. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, just like no one wants to watch something boring. You well, know, and Dawson's and just like, like, I am Ron Dark, Jen, and she laughs appropriately. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> and it, it does feel interesting that Dawson doesn't 
like I've said this before, he doesn't create a space for someone to have an opinion counter to his. Totally. And like that can make him be an asshole in a lot of times. But in this case, it's not allowing him creative growth, you know, like yeah. it, it, this is a way in which it holds him back from accomplishing like his hopeful dreams and goals, you know? Right, right. And, uh, and I don't know if he's seeing it that way, but like he should be, you know, like if someone can't, give you like she's not being mean at all she's just giving him feedback based on her personal experiences being a teenager as well and there's no one teenage experience you know so like she she's neither right nor wrong you know but she's giving her own personal feedback and like he's like kind of like you're killing me like you know whatever like he's not getting mean either so maybe he's learning how to accept that feedback but like this is such an important thing for any creative person sure and i like i get that it's sucks sometimes when yeah. you're like this isn't the reaction i was hoping for no exactly but also yeah, yeah, yeah. so so jen's like you know you're not ron dark and like laughs when he says he is and yeah. then he goes what do i need to do to prove that i'm ron dark take a gun to school and i was like man was Whoa. this show pre-columbine i didn't catch that oh part. yeah pre-columbine whoa yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whoa that's Scary. Not that that wasn't happening. I know I've I've said in a couple of the histories that it had happened yeah, before, yeah. Um, but but it's pre the yeah. This the, is like five months before Columbine happened. Yeah, four months before exactly. Yeah. So Jen's like, no, no, no. You just need to loosen up a little bit. Start start writing from the gut. Stop yeah. responding from an adult perspective. That part made me laugh. <laughs> I mean, he's not responding from an adult perspective. He's, I know. He's like responding from a spoiled child perspective. Yeah, because even Mitch and, you know, his parents have laid out like the adult perspective right. and his like more understanding of like these different experiences sure. they've had and sure. everything, you know, like the way that they try to, the writers try to lay in like Dawson's an adult. He has an adult perspective. You're like, I mean, no. we're going to get there in a second. No, yeah, so, no. So Dawson's like, well, how am I supposed to do that? And Jen's like, I'm going to give you lessons on yeah. how. How to be a teenager. <laughs> it's so cute. Teenage 101. I'll help you reclaim your youth. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. And we go to credits. No, yeah. he doesn't respond at all. And then we go to the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that Jen, again, is another tool for Dawson learning how Dawson's what he growth. wants and his growth. But yeah. I'm into it. But I, I like seeing them together. Me too. And I and like I like that Jen is like offering, hey, like I have wisdom right. too. I have my experience is actually worth something well, to you too. It's also interesting because the two new to Cape Side people this season are growing our, you know, uh, Andy and, and Jack yeah. are growing the characters of PC and Joey by right. their experience of being new. And Jen could have offered that to Dawson first season, but like he wasn't in a position to take it because she's new to Cape Side sure, as well. Sure. You know, so it, it is good that he's going to get this experience. Agreed. So we go to school yeah. and Andy like runs up to Joey and is just like high strung as all She's hell. like <laughs> barrel of anxiety. And she's like kind of saying how her anxiety has caused her to have like insomnia. Yeah. And she was like up all night. She couldn't sleep. And yeah. and she was like, and I was thinking, you know, like I, I want you to help me with something, you know. And I, Joey's like, it is 7 a.m. <laughs> Please calm down. <laughs> and Tag Andy's like, hey, so why don't you just like run for city, or, uh, student council with me? <laughs> And Joey 
oh my god she goes into this shame spiral about her family history and how she can't do it you know right and it oh my god that shit is so hard to watch it's so hard and like andy tells joey like you know i want to run for class president and i you know a great presidential candidate needs a really great running mate yeah and i just want to say as we have an election coming up (laughs) take note democrats A presidential candidate, no matter whom he is, unfortunately, <laughs> I have to say the word he, yeah. uh, needs a good running mate. Yeah. Mm, let's think about that. So Joey's like, yeah, I don't do student government. Like, like I'm not, you don't want me. Yeah, like, she I'm thinks this that fucking... her family it will it be a hindrance to Abby, right. you know? Andy. Yeah. And Andy, Andy's like... Joey, you're in the top 3% of our class, which I don't think we knew she was that high right. before. Um, it's weird. Andy's like, yeah, I went and looked up your grades. And I was like, that's <laughs> the public record? Like, what? That's illegal. What ma'am? is happening? That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, we didn't have academic standing at my high school, so maybe some schools do, and it's publicly listed. I don't really know how that works, you know? Um, but uh, that seems sketchy. Yeah, I was going to say, at my high school, like, I guess when they calculate who the valedictorian was uh-huh. there was like a kind of standing because yeah a lot of people had over a 4.0 sure, right like, sure, sure. so yeah, it was yeah. just like the highest right whatever. I mean I, di- I didn't know how they did that in the salutatorian or whatever I don't know how I they feel did like it my high school had like a few different valedictorians which I only know because one of my best friends was one of them yeah um <laughs> I definitely was not <laughs> <laughs> sorry mom um but uh you know whatever Anyway. Yeah, that part was like a little bit weird. But anyways, um, and Andy is just as positive to Joey as she is to Pacey. Sure. You know, where she just like literally like you can be whatever you want. Like you're that is moot. That's bullshit. That, and she's also like, you know, listen, there's not a there's not like a teenagers have a, a short attention span. Right. Like, they don't remember this shit. Yeah. Like, whatever. So you're I was kind of like, Joey and Andy be friends. No, same. I was like, I'm really into Joey and Andy. Like, yeah, Joey needs a female friend. And yeah. so she's like she being abhorrent to, be to Jen. To yeah, Jen. exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Andy is yeah. a great. And like, look, I, I, I understand. Like in the in the the sort of canon of the show, I right. get that Joey's like, you came in and tried to steal my uh-huh. like friend. To to Jen, I mean, what she's saying is bullshit. Right. They can still be friends. But right. like, you know, I, I get that that's what the show is saying. Right. And so like Andy, because they don't have that wedge between them, they right. can be friends. And they should be friends because technically Joey's dating Andy's brother. Right. So you think <laughs> they would like spend time together. That too. Also, they're both like pretty high achieving students. So like maybe right. they can help each other study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they totally make sense to be friends. Totally. So then we go into the hall and Pacey like tracks down Andy and like is like kisses really her neck sweet. and wraps his arms around her from behind. Yeah. And, and then he's like, what's shaking McPhee? Yeah. Ugh. They're just so sweet. I'm dead. I'm dead. And then Chris and Abby come up to yeah. them and he, and Chris is like, hey, can I count your vote? You know, and <laughs> yeah. Pacey's just like, whatever, you know. And then Chris is like, you're the king of the nerd losers or whatever abby abby says that abby's Uh like you know you're the you you are the like your vote matters like as the king of the slackers right (laughs) and she's like he's like get the fuck away from me uh it's interesting because he still is a leader 
<laughs> He's a, a leader amongst men. Um, so ba- they and it, they walk away, and Pacey's like. Pacey calls Abby and Chris James Bond and Pussy Galore. Oh. And he's like, James Bond and Pussy Galore are going to run our class. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And Andy's like, no, I'm going to run for, yeah. like, class president. And Pacey doesn't really understand. And, um, and yeah. you know, he's just kind of like, why would you do that? And she's like, well, it looks good on your college application. Right. Because she's a good straight A student. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's knows. like, I was just kind of like, that's why everyone does student counseling. Yeah, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have a student council if they didn't lie to you and say it looks good on your application. <laughs> like, come on, no one would Don't do that. Don't buy the propaganda. Yeah. So then Paisley's like, she's like, you know, and I don't know who my running mate's going to be yet, but, but you're, you're going to be my campaign manager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, you know, we I wouldn't. She, Andy says, um, you know, I wouldn't want to lose out on any of our time together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's Love cute because it. she like believes in him. Yeah. She's like, you're going to help, you know. And so it's interesting that in that same scene, like she sees him as a leader and also Abby does. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So then Jen comes out of the bathroom and sees Dawson, who's like throwing what she said last night back at her. Like not necessarily <laughs> in a mean way, but yeah. just as kind of like snarking at her a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I can fix this situation where you don't know how to be a teenager. We should cut class right now. Yeah. She's like, let's ditch. And he's like, I can. I have a quiz next period. Well, he says, like, cutting class is an experience. I don't think cutting class is an experience I'm missing out on. And I was like, I mean, you have cut class on this television show before. When? In the road trip episode. Oh, he like yeah. cuts he the whole day. His, <laughs> he turns, turns in his homework, homework first. But <laughs> he, he leaves class. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. so. Yeah. I don't. Eh, okay. No, he's like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, yeah, like whatever. Cutting class, you got to do that once in a while. I mean, I did it a lot. I didn't do it that much, but. I don't know. Sometimes you're just like they almost did not let me graduate because of really? how much I cut class. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had like my, 49 unexcused absences well, when we I was were good a senior. kids, so my mom would excuse them. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom found out uh when she called the school and asked them for every single absence that I had had, excused uh-huh. and unexcused, uh-huh. cuz I used to write notes yeah, for yeah, myself. Yeah. And um, I got grounded for quite some time. <laughs> I remember in my locker, I had a few notes from my mom's like stationery with uh-huh. her signature on it. Oh, shit, Aaron. <laughs> so, That's gold. Well, I don't know if she gave them to me. Oh. So handsy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were good kids, so... I, I don't mean, know. I, I don't think I was like, a bad kid. That's but. what I mean. It's like if it caused a problem, it would it would have been a problem, but yeah. it didn't. So yeah. it's like we didn't cut that much, you know. Uh, yeah, I didn't. Um, so so then Jen's like, you know, in order to write about being a teenager, you have to actually experience, yeah, being a teenager. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Dawson's like, okay, okay, let's go, let's do this. Yeah, let's and do she's it. She's like shocked that he's agreeing, and she like walks out the door, and he just walks right into his classroom. It's so mean. <laughs> it's kind of mean. <laughs> she. she I don't really I don't know how to read her face if she's like oh he got me or she's like oh man yeah I know I think she a little both yeah because she walks outside and she like goes to turn to look at him and he's not there and she's kind of like fuck he got me but also like she's trying to help him I I do personally think that she's being truthful she's like you need these moments you need these experiences oh no totally I I don't doubt that she's being truthful so I and 
And I do, like I've said before, I do think that in high school you have to do these certain things sure. to at least experience them, you know? So I think Dawson is being so straight and narrow to the point where it is holding him back. Oh, absolutely. You know? Especially since like, what? so who wants to know the experience of someone who went to class every day, got like decent grades, you know, like he, it's he's just, not a, he's not at he's the top not, of the class. Exactly. He's yeah. just like a, gen, it's generic. He's you like know? a totally fine student. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's kind of boring and generic, you know, so that it's like, it's why he's not the main character of the show at this point. It's just <laughs> fucking boring. Yeah. Boring and know? generic. <laughs> um, That's what I, yep. Uh-huh. So then we cut to the Leary house and Gail and Mitch are in the kitchen and Mitch is like fixing the dishwasher. And Gail's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know who else to call, yeah. you know? And he's like, it's no worries. And they turn the dishwasher on and then like the door explodes open and water just sprays everywhere. everywhere. Like I've never seen anything like that. I don't even think that's possible, it's but whatever. Great. And they get covered in water and Gail is like, laughing hysterically she's laughing so it's so fucking funny (laughs) you know and then mitch is like oh you think this is funny and he like rips his shirt off because he's soaking wet and you're like okay it's like a porno it's like a it's like the beginning of a porno and like you know everyone knows mitch is fucking hot he's He's just like he's like a sick ass body (laughs) just such a like zaddy you know i don't know what that means yeah okay (laughs) and so still for whatever yeah i do know what that means um so so then he's like he they like kind of have this moment where they like look at each other because she's like toweling him off yeah and it's just funny like you can tell that they're remembering like times throughout their marriage that shit has happened yeah yeah, yeah. like that shit's funny you know totally you know and then you see in they're like having this shared moment of like man that we remember, have fun yeah. yeah 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 and then it gets all of a <laughs> they sudden make out. yeah <laughs> they just start making out they just can't um hold themselves back from yeah each other. yeah and they he like rips her shirt off so she's yeah. just in her bra and, and pants and, and then like up against the counter like yeah. they're definitely gonna fuck and then it's so gross <laughs> Dawson walks in. She, he has her on the table, like he, on the dining room table. It's crazy. It's crazy. You eat there. I know. It's it's weird. But like Dawson walks in and he doesn't say anything. Smiles. And he smiles and he leaves. It's so creepy. It's so weird. I mean, I don't. I was just like, listen, re- react like a real person and be grossed out and yeah. run out the fucking door. No, and we're supposed to be like, oh, see, Dawson has such a mature reaction. And you're like, uh, listen, no. If you see, pe- if you saw like your two friends that are getting divorced, like about to fuck, you'd be like, eh, eh, <laughs> eh, this is this. A, no, no, no. This might not be a good idea. Uh, kids. No. Hello. <laughs> like, come on, you know, I like. Mean, uh, listen i yes uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. it's just like and he like he smiles and he goes to leave and you can tell he thinks that this means they're getting back together yeah so which then, is the misunderstanding of relationships i mean and, and and the place sex has in them yes you know yeah i'm gonna have more to say in a sec so at the ice house then joey and jack are like bored and they're stacking yeah. half and half containers yeah and they're kind of bantering and she's trying to get she's making an effort to get to know him a little bit more she wants to know like you know just catch up on his family or whatever and he just like doesn't want to get into it yeah she's like you know who do you take after your mom or dad mm-hmm. and like kind of is trying to trying to like yeah just get more information him. Yeah. on him and not in a like weirdo way but like no just no like, it's just hey. like they're bored and hanging out and they don't really know each other that well but they've been dating you right. know 
And, um, you know, and she starts to press him and then he's like, oh, and then Chris and Abby walk in. Well, I was I my note was that, like, it's really interesting that the audience knows more than Joey at this point. Yeah. Like, we all know why he's not responding. Right. But, like, she doesn't know all this. Right. So, like, interesting. I, the show doesn't play with that kind of thing that that often. But, well, like, I also feel like it's interesting because. Pacey straight up went to Jack and asked Jack about Andy, you know, and got a little bit more info. And Pacey and Joey are friends, you know, so she hasn't even talked to, you know, and she's also friends with Andy. Like, you know, Joey doesn't really seek counsel. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because she doesn't have friends. You know what I mean? I do. So she doesn't have that experience of being like, oh, what do you think of Jack? Like, oh, or going to Andy of like, oh, like, you know, trying to just get more. Like, Pacey actively sought information about Andy from her brother. Sure. But also what's interesting is that Jack gives that information to Pacey, Mm -hmm. but not to Joey. Yeah. You know, when it's like about him, he's like, no, no, I'm not going to tell you anything. But if it's like, oh, yeah, you should you can know these things about Andy. Right. That kind of interesting. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Jack makes a joke that he's aloof and introverted and unsocial, and that's why he always like ducks her questions. Right. Um. And then and then Abby and Chris walk in behind them, and Abby like yells <laughs> at Joey to bring the menus. Yeah, <laughs> She's Abby, such a bitch. it's so funny. They're just like the reign of terror. I mean, just, like, they, I couldn't see like two worse people to be friends with each other yeah. or like run a school you know yeah yeah so then she's like and then she's like you know uh joey brings her the menu and she goes preferably without like yesterday's <laughs> special rotting on it or yeah and like joey that. just like wipes her sh- it off her shirt <laughs> like she just takes the menu and wipes her- them on her shirt like just like fuck off girl like, yeah it's so good and you know chris is like why'd you bring me here and Abby's like, well, I knew there would be no one here and we could discuss strategy, you know, and you can see Joey's like blood start to boil, you know, Mm -hmm. and like, yeah. And so then like Joey goes back to where Jack is and she's like, and Jack's like, are you really going to let these two motherfuckers run your class? Yeah. Like like you're cool with it. You're cool with that. And Joey's like, you know, they're not the only ones running. And and so we we have seen that Kenny, the nerd from the alternative lifestyles right. episode, Abby's partner. Abby's partner is like is also running. Yeah. And Jack's like, Kenny's not gonna fucking win this. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also you want him representing the class as well. You right. Know? Um, yeah, and and uh Joey's just kinda like, I don't do school stuff, you know. Right. And Jack's like, What? You're like a born leader, you know, like you have like this classic girl next door quality, but like also and people connect with you, but you like are a leader, you know? Yeah, and she's like, you know, Jack goes she like, manages a whole fucking restaurant. Right. And like, Jack's like, you weren't into art either, and now you are. Like yeah. you, you know, try shit. Which is like great advice. Try shit. Yeah, exactly. You can like, decide you don't like it, but yeah, you should like try. remember a few months ago when you didn't do art and now you really love it? Mm-hmm. Like th- this is you should be trying new things, you know. Yeah. It's interesting because Jack is like without verbalizing it trying to have joey have the high school experience right and then well yeah 
Yeah. And then Abby, who's like been listening to this whole thing, is like, you think you have a chance against me? Get real. Like you throw the trash out. You don't vote it in. She's such a bitch. It's so wild. And Joey gives her one warning and is like, back off, Abby. Yeah. And Abby keeps going. Yeah. Like you want to embarrass your already embarrassing family even more? Go ahead. You know, who cares if you sink any lower? Yeah. And Joey dumps a pitcher of water over <laughs> Abby's head. <laughs> it's so perfect. Deserved. Everyone's she deserved been that. wanting to see this. Like, <laughs> and also I do love a return of like the angry Joey from season one where like you push her enough and she's gonna well, like I don't think this is angry this is like the equivalent of Jen slapping her and just yeah. like bitch shut the fuck up like yeah. really like you know like I'm not a violent person but I would have pushed her like <laughs> I mean I would have dumped, I would have dumped yeah. water on her head yeah like seriously totally yeah it's just like I would have made Jack get on like on four behind her and pushed her to the ground you know (laughs) like come on no totally she deserved that the way she has this like it's weird I I don't know this reign of terror that she has yeah I don't really remember that in my high school experience no no rubs pierres in your high school yeah no exactly not yeah no just yeah I don't think someone you know like obviously there were maybe people that were mean but not like that right same you know because if people would be like fuck you like yeah you still need allies at the end of the day you know friends advocates you know whatever so so joey you know dumps the water on abby turns around looks at jack and says tell andy i'm in yeah and walks away (laughs) (laughs) so So then we cut in pacey and andy are at a picnic table talking about the campaign and pacey it's so cute i love it so much he's checked out a book about the clinton campaign and he's like recounting to abby like things that he's learned he's like things are gonna get ugly yeah and he's like you know he's like we gotta be prepared like they're gonna like mudsling and like we gotta be ready like to attack back yeah and andy is just like she's smitten she cannot believe this new pacey that she's seeing that has like taken an interest and is uh you know participating yeah and pacey's like well you know you've had a bad influence on me yeah (laughs) and she's they like they kiss and it's real cute. Yeah. And then she's like, you know, I don't want to mudsling. I want us to take the high road. Yeah. And she's like, my goal is to make government good and safe again. Yeah. And Pacey's like, you know, these the way these sound bites come out of you, you could have a future in politics. Yeah. He's like all into it. Yeah. And she says, Your sincerity is so or he says, Your sincerity is so appealingly sexy. And Andy says, Your sexiness is so appealingly sincere, appealingly sincere. And Pacey's like What's and it's so just, sexy about me. Like he's like, <laughs> it's just so amazing to watch a boy support his partner's uh, goals. You know. Yes, and also I think it's so amazing that like and he's not talking over her. He's not telling her how she should do it. She's like saying like. I don't want to mudsling. I want to do it this way. And he's like, okay. Okay. Well, and then he doesn't mansplain or tell her like, oh, no, you're wrong. That's the wrong way to do it. Totally. And then so when they're having this conversation about sexiness, Pacey's like, what do you think is so sexy about me? And Andy says, how smart you are. Mm -hmm. And I love that, too, because I think so often, particularly a guy like Pacey, who's like, you know, not great at school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's not, he probably is not going to discuss like, di- he's not yeah. going to talk to you about David Foster Wallace, which in my book is a plus. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, it, it's like that she's like, you're really sexy too. And like that, 
his male sexiness is not based on his like his looks, his or his looks like, or his abs he's, or his whatever. Like, especially compared to like a Mitch, you know. Not right. that I don't know if Mitch is like he seems smart enough, but you know, like yeah. he definitely is like eye candy, right? You know, yeah. So I I do I like how they play with both of those sides of yeah. that. That like these two people are they work well together yeah they work really well together and their attraction is just well-rounded yeah Mm -hmm. you know and And so as they're flirting joey walks up just like (laughs) in the most insane hat i've ever seen okay so i said she's wearing one of those 90s buckets hats and it's awful and it looks like the head of a penis yeah it's not a bucket hat it has no brim on it it's like a no but it's the brim is folded up and no it's it's like a hand-knitted beanie that you would buy at a hippie store okay wait so the the song that's playing is called underwater by switchfoot and Uh switchfoot is a band whose most famous song is that i dare you to move i don't know that one i dare you to move anyway Uh uh-huh um so the website that I get those songs yeah, from yeah, yeah. had a little one di- they have it has a little one yeah, line description about where the songs uh-huh. are from and in the episode and this one says and I'm going to quote <laughs> okay <laughs> Andy and Pacey talk outside about the election Joey shows up wearing a hat that nobody talks about <laughs> No, it's true because it doesn't even look cold outside. It's like no one else is wearing a hat. She just walks in just looking insane. And it's brown. It's like poop brown. It's so bad. And like and it's just insane. It's awful. I mean, I guess it's the same where no one talks about Jen's hair. (laughs) Just like go with it. Go with it. It's so wild. She just like I mean, also, like, perhaps this is the start of Joey Potter hat watch, but um, because there's there's some shit coming up, but um, it's bad. It's 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 terrible. Anyway, so so Joey, like, passes them a paper. And I guess uh, Chris and Abby have already started on their smear campaign. Right. And Joey, she's still so uncomfortable with her family history. It's hard to understand why, because everyone knows it and has slung it against her. So, like, to have people point it out again is kind of right. like, I it, it sucks, and I don't know what that would feel like. But also, sh- shouldn't she be familiar with this? Like, yeah, I hear you. I think, all, but I think also it's like she just wants to be left alone. Joey just wants to be left alone, right? Or she just wants to be seen as her own being and her own person. Yeah, I also think she just wants to skate by underneath. You know, like she's like, I just want to skate by with nobody noticing me until I can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like, so weird for someone who's so committed to going to college. Like, she still needs to participate in right some things. You know. But anyways, so so like, you know, Pacey's like, well, you know, I've got the mudslinging ready. And Andy's like, no, No. and holds firm and is like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Yeah, Andy just really wants to maintain integrity and doesn't want to get dirty. And and she's super committed to it. And they let they allow her that. Yeah, totally. You know, it's really sweet. Although I also I wanted to say I do feel like Andy is showing her class a little bit. Like she's like, we're not going to stoop to this level. Right. Like we're not going to allow people to like rile us up. Right, I'm just right. going to like we're above it all. Yeah, yeah. And she says something to Joey. Um, She says, you know, 
Well, Joey says, like, you know, sometimes you have to just, like, fight the fights. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, like, scrap totally. with these people, um, which is also shows Joey's class a little bit. And then she, Andy says, those are just words. They carry no weight whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that stuck out to me because of the end of the episode, and we'll talk about that right. in a little bit. But, like, I was like, eh, words can hurt too, man. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, like, to your point, like, you know, it's not, we don't live in a vacuum. No. You know, so to have Ab- Andy be like, oh, no, 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 we don't, we don't have to stoop to that level or right. whatever. Right. Like, yeah, of course, in a perfect world, you don't want to do that, you know, but um, you don't know how things are going to evolve when there's all these like other factors, like totally. pieces of shit like Chris and Abby, <laughs> you totally. know? Um, yeah. So then we cut in Jen and Dawson are in the makeup store. Yeah, at the Urban Decay counter. Yeah, and she's telling him she's going to be his uh, regression sponsor. (laughs) I need one of those. It's really sweet because she kind of like much similar to Andy having a plan to help Pacey study. It's like Jen has a plan to help Dawson, you know, be more of a teenager. Totally. You know, and she's like, she's kind of thought about it too, you know, and she's like, have you ever shoplifted, you know? And of course he hasn't. And, um, that's crazy to me. I know. I was kind of, I didn't really shoplift. I never, I was not a shoplifter. I never stole anything. Like I never stole makeup or anything like that. But even the way she lays it out, she was like, remember when you were a kid and you wanted some candy and your mom said, no, you never took it. And I remember, you know, those like bulk bins of candy at the grocery store. I definitely remember being like, whoop. I remember stealing Banaka. Oh yeah. yeah. From 7-Eleven. Right. Yeah, I never really stole anything that had like a barcode on it. Like, but yeah, yeah I like did. I mean, like bin candy or whatever. I did it like three times. I think yeah. ever. I, I mean, I was just I was thinking about this because I was like, Dustin is like fifteen in this right right now. Like, I mean, you've never stolen anything. Well, yeah, that, that seems crazy. Even the way she laid, because I was like, I didn't really steal the way she laid it out. Though I was like, yeah, I I did that. You yeah, know? like, and you did feel the rush of like taking it and yeah. eating it, and like as a little kid and be like, oh my god, oh my god, they're gonna bust me, you totally, know, make me pay for totally. this like bulk, you know, gummy bear or whatever, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, uh-huh. um, or definitely like you would maybe grab a banana and eat it and then not pay for it, you know? Yeah. And, and I was going to say like, you know, I knew people who like no, had whole, like stole, stole. like clothes, <laughs> yeah. like everything they wore and all the makeup they wore, they like stole it. Yeah. You know? And I was always like, mm. I mean, that's indicative of maybe a larger problem that you have that <laughs> I mean, be addressed. we did. When I got older, we did used to steal alcohol. Oh. from stores uh-huh we yeah would, i remember like, people in santa Cruz talking about that yeah, yeah. we would i remember dr- <laughs> sorry mom close your ears right. i remember definitely stealing alcohol and running out to my friend's car that was like idling outside like right. we were pulling a bank heist yeah but it was like a bottle of shitty vodka <laughs> yeah actually now that i think about it maybe like a year ago i was at target and there was something in the bottom of the car and they didn't scan it and i walked out and i didn't even realize till i got all the way home <laughs> But they hadn't Aaron Hensley. And I literally was like, should I go back? But then I was like, whatever. <laughs> so here was my note about it. I was like, it seems like they're stealing from a local boutique. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I'm very against. No, exactly. Target. I was like, steal sure. from Target. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Target. I buy a lot of shit from you, but yeah. steal from corporations. Mm-hmm. Don't steal from yeah, they don't pay taxes. Fuck them. Um 
So then Jen's like, you know, it's important you know the rush of walking out with this. And like, yeah. you got to know what that feels yeah. like. And so they walk out and Dawson's like, oh, my God, I'm exhilarated. It's so great. <laughs> You're right. And like, I can't believe she believed him. I for know. A second. I was like, he's acting he, poorly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, give me the lipstick. And then he's like, no, it's mine. I'm yeah, going to keep it. And it. she's like, you she's like, did you not do steal it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like so it's funny because in that scene, you wish someone could shake him and be like, see, this is why you can't write it because you don't know what it feels like. You right. know, like you no one believed you when you said you stole it. Right. Exactly. And then like, yeah. And Jen says, you know, I, you you I read your script. You're hiding behind this like psychology degree you don't have. Yeah. So like I. Which I was like, do we need to ring the bell? I know. I, <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, I just dropped the thing. <laughs> I'm getting used to this. Okay, that one just deserved one little ding. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. Do, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how this is going to play out. So, um, so so Dawson's like, you know, wh- what's wrong with being mature for my age? <laughs> She's just kind of like, you're going to alienate your demographic. She says something really fucking smart where she goes, you know, it's going to trap you. One day you're going to wake up and realize the reason you're not growing is because you didn't allow for the process. And yeah, I was like, I wrote that down. But then I also was like, LOL, bachelor talk. <laughs> I, I don't watch the bachelor for the process <laughs> please nope. direct all bachelor related questions to Aaron Hensley I don't know it no please do actually let's talk no, about Claire's she wants bachelorette you. I she wants know. you to I do- I'm not kidding <laughs> yeah tell me what you think uh, um, <laughs> so so Dawson's critique at gmail.com yeah. <laughs> if you guys need our email address it's FYI so then we go to the class president debates and we hear this like montage of platforms Oh, and wait, the, I'm sorry. I want to go back. Oh, sorry. I'm She's sorry. like, she does tell him, like, there's a reason why we go from infancy to old age, yeah. you know? And, like, I don't know. What do you make of the fact he thinks, like, I think it's authentic to teenagehood that you just want to jump and be there. Yeah. And um, why do you think he thinks he's above that? Like, I think he, I think he thinks that the, like, Especially traps- since everything he's tried to direct and create hasn't gone his way. His relationship with Jen, his relationship with Joey, even potentially his friendship with Pacey is completely changing. Right. And I think, I think like there's a way in which like when you're a teenager, you're, you, um, you just want to be an adult. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and what you don't, what you don't understand is how fucking shitty it is to be an adult. (laughs) (laughs) No, what you don't understand is that like, you know, one of the reasons, one of the ways you, or the way you become an adult is by having all these experiences where you yeah. fuck up and you do the wrong thing and yeah, you learn yeah, yeah. and you grow and you yeah. are like, hey, that's really painful. I yeah, want to try not to do that again. pointed out the other episode, you know, yeah. where she was like, you need to wallow, you know, just like, you need to experience all these things because like, how how would you know how to handle them moving forward? Right. And I, I also think there's a way in which you know, because he's sort of precocious, mm-hmm. a precocious person, he like thinks that like he's above that. He's mm-hmm. a, like above the like trappings of teenagehood, mm-hmm. you know, and like is like wise above his year. You know, he's like, well, here's how you handle this. Right. And there's a part of me that understands that because I do think that sometimes I played that role in my friend group in high school where like I had a lot of experiences mm. that like helped me give advice to people Mm -hmm. but then also like sometimes 
I was just like, well, here's the logical like right. explanation, even though I haven't experienced the thing you're asking me right. about. And so I'm going to give you advice. And like, I learned my lesson about that yeah, when I was yeah. about 17. I, you know, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, maybe don't be the advice person. Right. right, right. <laughs> it's like not a great position to right. be in. Well, there's nothing stating the logical thing isn't necessarily advice because advice needs to be tailored to the person and their experience. No, no, no. But but what I'm saying is like, you know, the, in your roles in a friend group, right. like I was the person people came to for right. advice. And what I realized was like, that's actually not a great position to be in. Right. Like, sure give people advice and like bounce ideas off of each other and whatnot but like uh-huh. I did learn like a really serious lesson when I was like oh this puts me in a terrible position mm. every fucking time mm. I'm not gonna do it anymore and I think Dawson just like hasn't learned that yet that like being sort of above it yeah instead of being in the scrap with everyone else right like it, you you're in a terrible you're in actually a worse position when you're not in the scrap with everyone else right yeah so and also you're just missing out on life. Yeah, exactly. That too. But so, yeah, so oh, we wait, wait, so the song that's playing is supposed to be a Chumbawamba song oh, called thank God they cut that. Amnesia. Uh-huh. Who knew Chumbawamba had more than that one song? <laughs> I didn't. I did not either. <laughs> um so then we go to Abby. Yeah, so we're getting a montage of the debate and it's like hella yeah. boring. And Abby just says, like, it comes down to one simple question. Who do you want to run the class? Us, the key the geeks or the convict and the crazy yeah it's yeah crazy it's cr- it's <laughs> shitty also abby's wearing two huge purple butterfly clips i know oh god it's ugly wow yeah. and and yeah so andy tries to stick up for joey when abby calls her the convict's daughter and then abby fucking sets her sights on andy it this is, is fucked the most insane scene ever I can't believe it goes on for as long as it does. I mean, we've we've like now had enough of these instances where teachers don't step in while Abby's being or where people are being horrible. Yeah. But so Abby just lays in about how Andy McPhee's mom is crazy and they have evidence that her mom killed their older brother. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Well, and the what's interesting is that the like auditorium gets silent. Yeah. And like people are uncomfortable. Like Abby is People are like, that's too far. Yeah, like Andy starts crying. Jen is like, her face, she cannot believe what she just witnessed. She cannot believe it. Dawson is kind of like, eh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's concerned. Finally, but- a teacher does step in and makes Abby stop. And Abby almost feels bad. Yeah, so... so- Two things I want to say before we get to that part, which Uh is that number one, Joey's face, you see on Joey's face where she's like, she realizes both why Jack didn't want to talk to her and then is like, what the fuck do I do? Right. Like I'm standing next to this person. And at a certain point she does jump in and is like, she also realizes that like while her family experience is unique to her in terms of the experience, the shame is like other people feel that too, like feel a similar experience. Sure. But, but, you know, Joey does jump in and say like, you know, stop, like Like, maybe we should just stick to the issues. And then Meredith Monroe's face. Meredith Monroe is fucking great in this (laughs) scene. In this scene. (laughs) Meredith Monroe plays Andy. And she like, cause at first she's like, she wells up a little bit. She's not crying. And she kind of looks around like, where the fuck do I go? What do I do? Like, 
holy shit, how am I going to deal with this? And then like slowly as Abby keeps going, tears start sort of not streaming down her face, but just dripping down her face slowly. And she, you see her really like have this, like, I don't know what to do. And Joey, you know, it's, uh, it's great. It's a great scene. It's hard to watch, but it's great. And then, yeah. And then when, when she told, when Abby, gets stopped by the teacher mm-hmm. which is after she's like you know we all know that mental illness is hereditary oh my god and i i just like i want to so i want to pause on this scene just like for a second because yeah. when you and i first started talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. doing this this the mental health storyline in the whole series is one of the things that I wanted to talk about. And I was like, I feel like this storyline with mental health is is ahead of its time. Totally. And so like, I think that Abby here was where we were at kind of, right? Where like, oh, this is something I can embarrass you about. Whereas like, and I think like, could you imagine that happening? No, no, I, I feel like people who struggled with mental illness on television, you know, before this, like right. it was like there would be like maybe a, a, on a very special episode of something like mm-hmm. maybe there was like a suicide attempt. Right. And then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. and then like they were OK and then everyone right. talked about it. And then the next episode, it was like back to normal. Nothing different. Right. But like or it like comes in tandem with suicide and all this like wide range of different of manifestations. Different, right. And like I've been the argument I make been making a general year mm-hmm. that like she's depressed yeah. and this is a form of depression that we're seeing her yeah. play out with her. Um, and it seems like maybe she's coming out of who's she? Uh, Jen, Jen. Sorry. Maybe she's coming out of the depression a little bit but Mm -hmm. I don't know I mean like you know we'll see how it keeps going but like um I just think like I just the difference of like a circumstantial depression versus maybe a lifelong mental illness right and and like my thing is like what Abby does here is monstrous but like she she seems like she can't stop herself Mm -hmm. like she's going and going and going and going and I I was like I think it's kind of a big deal that the show paints Abby as villainous. Mm -hmm. Like that what she does by the end of it is seen as like, this was really bad that she fucking did this. Because I think that there are shows previously, previous to this that wouldn't have done that. Right. That would have just allowed Abby to say that. And it Mm -hmm. would have been like kind of brushed over. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, I, the fact that she doesn't get suspended for saying what she said <laughs> is crazy, but, like, she does get stopped. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. No, this is the first time we've seen a teacher really step in and, and de-escalate a situation. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I feel like it comes way too late. Yes, same. But it is the first time we've seen that. The teachers at Cape Side Hyde are, like, uh, it's Fucked. crazy. Fucked. It's crazy. So, and then Abby says Andy's name. Like, as she realizes that she has gone too far, she's kind mm-hmm. of like, Andy? And Andy can't really form words and is really upset and then just, like, runs out yeah. of the... And Pacey's just, like, crushed. Yeah, and he, like, you see him get up to go after her. Yeah. And then we we cut out of that. So Joey runs up to Jack and she asks if she if Jack heard what happened. Right. Out, this is outside of the school. Yeah. Okay. And she Joey apologized to Jack for like kind of pressuring him about his family because she's kind of realizing um, what was going on. 
And she asks, like, if you need help with anything, let me know. And he just pushes her away. He's just like, I don't have time or space for you, you know? Like, he obviously has his mind on his sister. Right. He's He's like, I'm trying to find Andy. Yeah. He's incredibly worried about her, Yeah, you know? I also had a little question note, which Mm -hmm. is that, is Jack a sophomore with them? They haven't established it. Yeah. Um, Like, he wasn't in this sophomore assembly. No, he wasn't in the... um, the econ assignment with them either or the um all-nighter yeah yeah so they they haven't established they never established it up until this point and like as someone who's a twin i was always like are they twins what's going on yeah it's it's a little you know um but yeah they they haven't established it yet yeah so so jack's just like you know look my family situation is complicated i don't want to talk about it i'll see you later and like walks away yeah and kind of he's I wanted to draw a distinction between him and Dawson because, Mm -hmm. like, he's mad and he's a little bit shitty to her. Like, insofar as that he's, like... They're dating and, you know, And he's, like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to what I've been saying is he's not mean or aggressive. Right. Like, he's definitely upset and he kind of... He does push Joey away and he a little bit takes it out on her in the sense where she's, like, just coming to offer help and he's just, like, bound, you know, like, see ya. But he doesn't make it aggressive. Right. So that's why those interactions are like, it's not, at the moment is not good, but it's forgivable. I agree with you. You yeah. know, versus Dawson who can get so angry and aggressive. Yeah. And like, that is not a behavior to lean into, I don't think. Right. Personally. Right. So then P- Pacey is in the hall and he's in his khakis and a button up shirt that's tucked in. I know, his khakis. it's so bad. <laughs> It's so bad, but my heart, I was like, but he's so cute. He's trying to be dressed up. I love this. So he's like, he's like, he he knocks on the girl's bathroom door. He goes to the girl's bathroom and he knocks on it and he announces that he's going to come in. He said, a man man is going to come in. I just, I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I love it because, you know, Dawson followed (laughs) Jen into the bathroom and all the women scream, you know. In, In episode two of season one, the dance. Yeah. 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 So so then Pacey is like looking under the bathroom stalls and, and is saying like, look, there's a whole chapter in my book about how to deal with yeah. scandal when it breaks. Right. And like he looks under the doors of the stalls and then he and stops. He finds her mm-hmm. and she's sitting. She just. Oh, my God. She looks. She's so small. She's like kind of she's, the toilet lid is closed and she's like squatting on top of it yeah. so her feet are on the toilet lid yeah and she looks up at him and she goes did you know that it's 60 feet six inches from pitching mound to home plate and she says tim taught me that yeah and pacey's like are you okay mcphee yeah he's definitely worried for i mean he should be like he's yeah so worried for her and she just is crushed well and then she's like you know he tried to teach me how to throw a curveball too but i'm a terrible thrower and yeah. i i was gonna say when i was watching this it made me cry my my dad is the reason that i love baseball uh-huh. and just seeing someone who like react um I don't know who lost someone and and is like thinking about that. I was, I started crying last night when I was watching it. Um, Yeah. Cause like at the end of the day, (laughs) her brother just died a year ago, you know, and like mourning someone that close and having it be such a tragic loss, like that aside, 
you know, barring her mom's experience from that would be horrible. Yeah. And it's hard. And it's like those things come up, right? You just Mm -hmm. remember those little things. And like, you know, I I just I had that moment where I was like, yeah, I too just lost someone that I shared baseball with. So it like um, it kind of hit me right in the feels. Yeah. Um, So she's just nervous that everyone knows about her family and that they're going to laugh at her. You know, Right. And Pacey's just like, Every, it's the 90s like everyone's family's fucked up like yeah because the only the only um functional families are on tv syndication yeah <laughs> you know um which this was a thing in the 90s where it was like everyone's fucked up yeah. it's so fucked up like we're just trying to survive but you i know? think it was necessary and Absolutely. needed to be like hey we're not none of us are perfect everyone's fucked and like you know, let's like all get on this page and then we can move forward. From yeah. There. And just dismantling that, like, you have no control over where you come from, yeah. you know, and so that shouldn't be a part of like holding you back or like just this thing that really weighs you down, you know, totally. Because You didn't ask to be born. You didn't ask for the family you have. You didn't ask to be raised the way you were raised or where you were raised, you know. Mm-hmm. And so just like. That is something that I talk with my friends about, like, a difference between the East Coast and the West Coast is that, like, the East Coast does have more of, like, that class system. Oh, and yeah. That, like, kind of elitism in this way that we don't entirely understand on the West Coast. Yeah, we have a different – we yep. have different kinds of it. Yeah. You know? But, like, yeah, it's not it's not that, like, weird ingrained mm-hmm. English, mm-hmm. you know, like, leftover from England kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, Andy's, like, it's all ruined and she's – says politics used to mean something and now we've become a lessened society yeah she just starts spinning yeah she does she does and she and and pacey's kind of like this will blow over tomorrow and it's like you know and you know he's trying his best obviously he doesn't understand what she's feeling or where she's coming from but he's just trying his best to calm her down yeah and she starts like pacing and like talking really like kind of quickly she's like you know it's all like this is this is all crashing down and all I've ever wanted is balance and order and order and balance and she's like pacing back and forth and finally he reaches out and hugs her yeah and is like hey 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 like like, calm down calm down well he just says you know normal did never existed and like it's okay you're being hard on yourself like it's okay it's gonna be okay yeah he's trying to de-escalate the situation similar to his when he saw her mom, you know, totally. And then, and then she sees herself in the mirror. Yeah, and she's like, "Dude, I'm a mess." Like she just freaks out. This is like tor- horrible. And she walks away, and she's like, "I, I hate this so fucking much." And then she gets angry. Yeah, and picks up his campaign book. Yeah, and throws, throws it, it at the mirror. At the mirror, what shatters? So scary. And then. And then she leaves. Yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. Pacey's like, whoa. Yeah. It's just, it's a little all over the place emotionally. Yeah. Um, and not, I don't mean that in a bad acting kind of way. It's purposeful, but like, um, it it's like, she's kind of all over the place emotionally. Yeah. Her emotions seem to be going in about six different directions. Yeah. And she kind of can't contain any of that. Yeah. And so. the, you can tell for Pacey, the situation is not only scary to see her behaving like that, but scary in terms of like, for him to right. like, that his safety might not be um, right. guaranteed. 
So then we go to Dawson, who's like coming into Mitch's Mitch's apartment, which I am in love with. I want it. (laughs) Mitch is staining a chair that he found Found on the street. I said, dad's the original hipster. It's so funny. (laughs) He's like, I can't believe someone threw this out. I might be able to refinish it and sell it. it. Love it. Mitch, come to Los Angeles, man. There's fucking furniture all over the place. Love it. It's so fucking funny. And Dawson. Uh, Okay. Oh, my God. He just is like, hey, dad. I saw what happened the other day. I mean, I didn't see it, see it, but I like saw it starting. And Mitch is like, Mitch, uh. Mitch is like, I'm not really comfortable talking to you about this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> and Dawson's like, look, I'm okay with it. If you want to sleep over from time to time, it's not going to fuck with my head. What is this scene, Aaron? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Well, Listen. I love it because obviously... Dawson's like, see, I'm such an adult. I can handle situations. And he did not read the situation at, at all. all. At, at all. all. At all. I was my thing is like, first of all, Dawson, mm-hmm. be a real, be like a real adult. And if you accidentally walk in on your parents having sex, fucking leave yeah. immediately, shove that memory down <laughs> deep and never fucking think about it again. <laughs> I mean, I do... Be a real person, Jesus. Like that he's kind of, like, calling... I mean, it, he's not really, but he's kind of like, dog, you kitchen counter, anyone could have seen that, a.k.a. me. <laughs> Don't be touché, so bold, touché, like, touché. you know. But so, you know... I mean, he's like... They have tried to be in the last episode, like, we're friends. We talk about fucking, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. I like, will never so be on board with this. weird. It's a really weird... They have just a weird dynamic right now, you know? Yeah. And, like... I do like that Dawson has a space to like kind of talk to his dad about things. I wouldn't talk to, I don't, that's weird. But I mean, talk, fine. Talk, ask your dad the questions you want to ask him. But like, I don't know, man. If you, I don't think I would say, hey, I saw you fucking mom. I'd be like, hey, so are you and mom like, what's going on? Are y'all considering getting back together? You know, I know you were by the house the other day. I might allude to something less yeah. than I would say like, oh, yeah, I saw you with your shirt off and mom's <laughs> tits were out or whatever was happening. You know, it's fucking weird. It's I, I just am I, like I'm not OK with any of it. Yeah. But, and Mitch is kind of like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he he kind of lays out like what was clear to any adult that watched yeah, the situation, yeah, like- you know, that's like. It was a total mistake, you know, and yeah. he lays out what I've been saying for a while is that Mitch and Gail have a sexual chemistry that is it's undeniable. Sure. And they leaned into it throughout their whole relationship. Sure. And that's why they're in this situation where they they can only communicate sexually. Sure. And not verbally. And that's a real problem at this point. Yeah. And so Mitch is kind of like it was a mistake and it, we're not getting back together, actually. Right actually the opposite um we always would lean into that and that is just not healthy and that's not what we're trying to be you know yeah and he is trying like they do mitch and gail do talk to dawson like an adult yeah but he doesn't have the experience to receive it like an adult you know so when he says these things mitch says these things to dawson dawson just is like 
doesn't compute like, what yeah. is happening. It blows his mind. Yeah. If you have like, sex, but you're you in love. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my, my notes were just basically about like how Dawson, it seems so young. Like, I'm like, yeah, cause you're not a person who understands at all how sex works. Right. Like how the emotions, you know, right. like right, what right, emotions right. you feel or before, during, after. Too. Right. Exactly. So like, you know, I, I was like, it, it, this tracks, it's just like, no, no, no. It, it com- I'm like, listen. It completely checks out. And this yeah. scene is, it's really good. I actually like it. I like it too. I, like I it think too. Dawson's reaction is actually authentic sure. to a teenager and also to Dawson, you know, in terms sure. of being like, my parents are getting back together. Woohoo. Because that's what he wants. He <laughs> wants his yeah, parents sure. to get back together. So you would you would want that to happen. And seeing them have sex, you'd be like, okay, it's on, right. you know? Yeah. And like, so... I, I like it, but he, it, it's just a funny to see how like this whole episode, he's like, I'm such a mature, I take things like an adult, yeah, you but, know? And again, going back, like if I saw two friends that were getting divorced about to have sex, I'd be like, don't do that. <laughs> bad you, plan. Bad are plan. you sure? Like, wait, yeah. like, just take a break, take a deep breath. All right. Are you sure you want to go through with that? And if you do, okay. But like, I'll just, just like, I'm just picturing you like <laughs> in the Amy Poehler sweatsuit from Mean Girls, like, <laughs> Um, can you get, can I, uh, can I just like yeah. butt in here for a second? Just take a deep breath, please. Yeah. Are you sure? You know, are you sure? Yeah, I uh, like it. I like it. So then we like cut over directly to Jen, who is rifling through her closet and Dawson standing yeah. behind her. Jen has like a great prodigy poster behind her. Oh, nice. And I was like, okay, does this track with Jen, like, was she like really into EDM and like, Dancing at the clubs in New York. I think, I so. think so. Yeah, 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 totally. Also, the Prodigy Fat of the Land the album, Fat of the Land, is a <laughs> fucking great album. Just saying. Um, so Dawson has this really astute moment. Dawson's like, "You were right, Jen." He's and like, in all caps, I said, "Oh my god, he admitted it." Yeah, he says he realizes he's uh, actually very much his age emotionally, if not younger. And I was like, <laughs> "Bingo!" Whoa. <laughs> whoa yeah okay love it i hope he sticks with this (laughs) let's see Um, so he says my feelings are in constant conflict with my overachieving self-aware brain and it's a constant battle that is driving him crazy yeah he says that it he keeps waiting for his feelings to catch up so he can grow up and get over joey and accept that his parents marriage might not work out but like that's not happening right now and he's like i have to change my actions yeah um, you know, not my feelings. Yeah. Like the actions have to change. Yeah. Which is what his dad just told him. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so he like sits down like, in this chair and Jen starts kind of rubbing his shoulders, like in a friend way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like she's really nice. And so he um, you know, Jen's like, How can I help you? Yeah. And he's like, Maybe I do need a sponsor. Yeah. And she's like, Let's go. Yeah. She's into it. She's, she's great. Like, All yeah. right. You also, know? she looks super cute. They like finally got her wardrobe down. Not they the did. hair, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, she's wearing some great jeans and no, she's like definitely some getting back to like season one, Jen. You yeah. Know? Jeans um, and sweaters. She yeah, just looks really just good. Just looking a little bit more fly, like yeah. clothes that actually fit her and a little bit chic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The hair's still a problem, but Ooh. Ooh. she has a hair journey that lasts. <laughs> Till the end of the show, I think. <laughs> I mean, Dawson's the one who has the hair journey of all hair journeys, but you're right. <laughs> There's no way it's worse than... Dude, I'm just... I'm right. going to say... Well, I'm going to say... No spoilers, but season four hair is really the worst really? thing ever. Yeah. Okay. So... 
We cut to Andy's bedroom. She's sitting in a, like a rocking chair. Yeah, kind like of like staring off at the window. Yeah. Outside. And Jack comes in and it's it's very hard. Andy does not look well. No. And Jack's like, I got I got mom to bed and like yeah. it really scares her when you're upset like this. Yeah. And um I just said like the amount of shit these two teenagers are going through is like this yeah. is a lot. Their dad's an asshole. <laughs> yes. And, you know, Jack's just kind of like, he's trying to be, you know, there for her. And he's like, look, we all do different things to cope with these situations, right. you know. Um, but he's kind of like, but I'm just trying to tell you, like, your highs are getting higher and your lows are getting lower. And, like, I'm I'm worried about you. Yeah. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And, you know, Jack has called her out before. Like, yeah, we need to be honest with each other. Yeah. Like, it, we're we're siblings like we're in a fucking shitty ass spot like we need to be straight up with each other yeah and and andy's like you know or jack says you know i think you maybe should go back on your medication yeah and andy's like i don't need medication i'm fine and jack just kind of like gets up and walks out yeah you know and jack's He's trying to make a space for her, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think it's hard going on meds because it's like, well, why do I need a medicine to be me? Yeah. So I this I wanted to dig into this a little bit. Yeah. Which is that like, you know, we're finding out a teenage girl, Mm -hmm. a 16 year old has been medicated before. Right. um, For mental illness. And she sort of jokingly referred to this in season one, episode one. I, I think season I two? season two, episode one. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. Um, where she said that Pacey, like after they got in the accident, yeah. and she, Pace, she thought Pacey was a cop, and she's like, "I have been like anxious to the point of medication." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it sort of feels like she's being, you know, like not that's not real. In when she's saying it, uh-huh. like that she's sort of like, yeah exaggerating that but like for real we're discussing a teenager who's being medicated and like I remember in 1998 kind of like being like oh okay you know whatever Mm -hmm. but like actually thinking about it from this perspective that's a big fucking deal yeah like it's a big deal that they were willing to have this this storyline and and I'm gonna throughout I'm gonna talk about it a little bit and critique parts of it that I think they didn't do great yeah yeah, yeah, and parts of it that I think they did but like Props to this show that they like right. actually tackled the storyline. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and just like how it would look because, again, I think seeing Jen, it's more of a situational depression yes. or like she had an event that happened and she's depressed from it, and that is a form of depression, sure. you know. And like you, you can come out of it, and your life will ebb and flow with those kind of situational depressions versus Andy who seems like she has like a clinical a, depression a clinical depression and an anxiety um mm-hmm. uh disorder, disorder. Mm-hmm. that you know it it the situation can make it worse but it also is like a such a disease that's always there yeah and I think I was gonna say there's there's a point that Jack sort of says he he kind of puts the burden on her mm-hmm. that like and I don't love that part. I, I don't think they meant I don't think that they were like meaning to have what Jack burden? be an asshole. The burden of her mental health. Um that like he sort of calls it that he doesn't call it a burden, but he says like um he says like, you know, 
I need you to be okay so that we can deal with this together. Uh-huh. And like when you're not, it's a burden on the family. Right. Um, is kind of what he says. Right. He, he doesn't say it that starkly, and he, but he sort of implies that. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to say like... I mean, ultimately your health is your responsibility. Absolutely. But like this is a 16-year-old. Like it's... Right. It, her, she should have someone there that's like helping her uh-huh. through this shit that's like an adult. I mean, it's super complicated because I don't think that parents should be so quick to medicate their kids either. Absolutely. But so, I if mean, she's already been medicated and she's so- showing similar signs uh-huh. and like she's been taken off this medication, right. like, th- I mean, that yeah. seems like a pretty right easy sort of um, saying like, okay, maybe it's time to go back on and, right. and you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a really complicated situation because I do think he should say, like, I personally, given how much I know you, you need to reconsider going on your meds. But I also do think it's something that she needs to make the decision on her own. Yeah, and she also maybe and should I don't be consulting nec- with and the doctor. And I don't trust her parents Yeah. So I whatsoever. So I don't know if I would advocate for, like, parental her parents stepping in. Yeah, I guess my my point is more that, like... Um, you know, if you have a teenager that's suffering from something like mm-hmm. this and seems to not be able to make these decisions on their own, um, then it is like a job for a guardian of some kind to step in or someone to say like, hey, maybe you should continue yeah. going to therapy and like go back. I mean, and see ultimately, these are all the things like even Pacey, like learning how to study and stuff like that like these are all like community and society issues (laughs) you know totally and so it's like it takes a fucking village you know but like how do we create these villages for all of our like beautiful children you know yeah um and so that's why these situations are so hard and like also underrepresented in media you know right and like yeah i mean whatever we can go down a million different rabbit holes but yeah so we go we cut back to Dawson and Jen. Yeah. And they are running through the woods. It's so funny. With a, Dawson has a, a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. And he's hand. like exhilarated. Yeah. He's just cracking the fuck up. So I TP'd a lot of shit in high school. Yeah, too. me you too. Did. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, we... We went toilet paper, but we also toilet papered the wrong house oh. once because <laughs> that always happens. I re- we remember this was post college. Uh huh. There was someone who was like um, had dated our friend for a little bit and was really shitty to her, like uh-huh. really shitty. Uh-huh. And we were like, "Let's go toilet paper house," and then we toilet papered the next door neighbor's <laughs> I love house it. on accident. I love it. Sorry. Yeah. Um. But so. Dawson's like, that was amazing. What's next? Yeah, Let's he's do thrilled. It. He's I think so they, excited. They say they TP'd Mr. Milo's house. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Good. That guy deserves it. Yeah. So then Jen's like, this and is he, a big Dawson's one. Dawson's like, <laughs> he's like, I caught up to 13, <laughs> <laughs> which is so fucking brilliant. Because yeah. it's like, it is funny. That Does he, he say that? Yeah, he oh, says I that. Didn't even, I didn't yeah. hear that. That's amazing. Because he is kind of realizing like, no, these, like you... The first slumber party you have, like, in sixth grade, you toilet paper someone's house. Something, yeah, a bush. Yeah, Yeah. like, I don't know. That is something you, like, that is kind of like the low, a low level childhood experience. Totally, totally. So then Dawson's like, what's next? And Jen's like, okay, are you ready? This is a big one. Yeah. And she goes, drop your pants. Yeah. And he's like, what? And she goes, well, you can't go skinny dipping with your clothes on. (laughs) And he's just like, it's cold. Oh, my God, we can't do that. Okay, for a second, I was like... Are there alligators in North Carolina? (laughs) They're not. I don't think there are. Yeah. Maybe like every once in a while, but no. Well, also, I'm like, I was nervous. Joey was wearing that insane hat. So isn't it winter? (laughs) No, it's cold. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't, it, it, that part, because I don't like cold water. Yeah. So I was just like, that's why I wouldn't do this with Jen, mostly because I don't like cold water. <laughs> but I also was like, it is when they die? Yeah, probably. Whatever. I don't get it. So the song that is supposed to be playing is You Look So Fine by Garbage. Oh. <sighs> they cut it. Okay. Ugh. Um, also, I'm going to see Garbage with Alanis Morissette and Liz yeah, Fair in June. <laughs> so Dawson's like, you know, the water's going to be cold. And Jen's like, well, if you're embarrassed about it, yeah. like like looking at his dick, like presumably about his shrinkage yeah, 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 <laughs> in totally. the cold water. And Dawson's like, I'm not embarrassed. And like, Jen, she, she, st- she goes behind her clothes yeah. and she gets behind him. And Dawson's like, <gasps> Jen, you're naked. <laughs> she goes, he goes, what if someone walks by? And then Jen like puts her bra on his shoulder yeah. and like runs into yeah, the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, in all caps, said this fucking scene. I love it so much. <laughs> she like jumps in and he's like, you're in, you're in there. She's you're like, naked. come in. It's nice. She's and like, I'm naked and all wet. Come like- on in. <laughs> I said, this show, this show is for teenagers. She said, yeah, I'm naked, naked and, and all wet. wet. It's like, I was like, gross. Because Dawson, but also like fuck yeah, yeah go know, for it, too, you know? know, like and also like live a little, Dawson, like go whatever. skinny dipping, fuck yeah. man, yeah, like, yeah we've all done it, yeah, yeah. So so Dawson like turns around and strips, yeah. <laughs> also, I want to say the way they shot this looks like that movie Wild Things with um, yeah, 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 Richardson. totally, and Nev Campbell, <laughs> yeah, and Matt D- Dillon, yeah. So. So then Dawson's like behind the bush naked and Jen looks at him and she goes, is that a tree branch? Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I laugh so hard. Yeah. And, I, and Dawson's just kind of like a few weeks ago, this would have been my worst nightmare. Yeah. And, um, you know, and they splash around and they have a lot of fun. They're they're like living it up, you know, they have such a good time. Yeah. And, like, and and so I, then Jen's kind of like because she wants to be friends with Dawson. Yeah. So she's just kind of like, hey, have you ever dreamt about me? You know? And <laughs> and Dawson's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, yeah. Dream you about know, all friends, my friends. Yeah. They're always in my dreams, you know? And she goes, no, no. Have you ever woken up sweating your blanket yeah. in a pup tent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was network television. I know. <laughs> totally. Good job, WB. And, um, um, and he's like, well, have you ever dreamt about me? And, you know, just, like, passing the buck on to her. And she's just, like... She says, possibly. Yeah. And uh, he goes in and kisses her. Yeah. And, you know, you can kind of see from, like, a TV standpoint, this would be, like, when that would happen. Sure. Yeah, they're and, naked in a in a lake or whatever. Yeah, and she asked if he ever had a sex dream about her, right. and she said she's had sex dreams about him. Right. I so, mean, you know, yeah. it totally is, like, him kind of a little bit reading the situation. And he goes in for a kiss, and Jen was like, whoa. She's, like, very gentle about this. Yeah, yeah she, she just very like, gently pushes the him line. Away. Like, yeah. no. She says crossing the line. Yeah. And she's, like, really nice about it, but yeah. she's like, you know, no, that's not what this is. And, and then he like he kind of loses it. He gets, uh, he reacts kind of dickish. Yeah, and is like, like I no. don't like his behavior at all. No, and he's he's kind of because angry. Again, I, to your point that he's always angry. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I mean, I she isn't mad at him either for no. like because she could see how he read the situation wrong, and she's like, oh no, 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 like no. She's totally like 
chill about the whole thing and yeah. it's just kind of like mm, that's not what this is yeah but it's it's like i'm not mad that you did that yeah but that's just not what yeah, this it's is just not like how could you read that wrong you know and he yeah so he gets angry and he's like you've been throwing yourself at me i thought you wanted i this. thought you wanted this and he's like all agitated and he's like yeah. i was just like taking your advice like don't think do yeah and she's she's remains super calm and nice yeah 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 and is like you know i'm really glad you embrace this philosophy that i'm like trying to teach you yeah Um, but we're finally friends and i don't want to mess that up yeah oh my god i loved her for saying that yeah because she's had it both ways and boyfriend dawson is shitty to her like super shitty <laughs> boyfriend dawson shitty to joey you right. know and she's yeah, kind of like dawson's a pretty shitty boyfriend yeah <laughs> but like she saw friend dawson to joey and she's like oh, that guy's the chill one right. that guy's cool right. you know totally and so that's what she wants and also she doesn't have any friends so she is on a path to find friends you know and what she says is like you know i'm trying to do this too my i'm trying to have different actions to yeah. garner different results yeah she's like we've done the thing where we make out and that didn't work yeah so and like also, like kind of to mitch's point she's done the thing where she leans into her sex mm-hmm. life and it doesn't get the results that she wants you know because she wants a friend and yeah. fucking people isn't getting her any friends and so she goes you know she, and she says you know i just want to be friends and and dawson says the way joey was my friend and jen says there's a lot of ways to be someone's yeah. friend we'll just have to figure it out and then they that kind of, part was so telling. It's so weird. He's like, like me and Joey, right. and then Jen's kind of like straight up like, nah, no. dog, y'all aren't friends. <laughs> no, <laughs> you have some weird ass codependent bullshit. Not I'm like not trying to recreate. No way. <laughs> Fuck that. No way. I don't want a friend like that. No. No. You know? Yeah. She's just like, yeah, she's like, there's a lot of ways to be friends. Yeah. And they go back to splashing. I, I said I, I'm kind of into a Dawson-Jen friendship. I love it. Like, if Dawson can actually be there for Jen and actually be a friend without judgment, yeah. like, I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So, we'll see. Yeah. So then we go to high school the next day. Yeah. And the candidates for sophomore presence are, like, making their final speeches. On the loudspeaker. On the intercom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confused about this. Why would you do it on the intercom? We did that at our school, I think. Really? I think so. I remember not. I remember nothing about these elections. I'm trying to remember. I feel like there I, were speeches. I don't know. Maybe just maybe for like just because I ditched all that shit. Senior class president. Yeah. Anytime know. they assembled us, I did not go. Well, we had the announcements every yeah, day yeah, yeah. in second period. But like, how did we vote on that shit? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think either. it was like. Your English class, you would go and vote. Oh, okay. It was like whatever. Yeah. Because English was the only class that every grade had to take your grade English. Okay. So you would go with your English class. All right. I don't. I honestly do not remember any details about these student government things because mm-hmm. I was nowhere near it and kind of <laughs> didn't like anyone that was in it. I was like, get away from me, all of you. So anyway, so Chris is like, I won some football games and I'm so great. And that's why you should vote for me. And then Abby fucking grabs the mic like from him. (laughs) And it's like, you know, do you really want these other losers running this school? Like you want us, obviously. And so we cut over to Joey and Andy and Joey's like, you know, we can drop out right now. Like, it's fine. We don't have to do this. You know? Yeah. And like, it is going back to your point about class, like, 
Joey's kind of like, if we don't feel safe, we don't have to do it. We're not giving up. Like that's right. not, and Andy's more like, that would be giving up, you right. know, because it that is kind of like a way that you would see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, like when you've not been exposed to the real danger behind anything, yeah. you know, as your sort of yeah, 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 yeah. upper crust. And not that she hasn't at this point, but like, I think for a lot of her life, she hadn't. Right. Like th- those things aren't ingrained in you to be like, man, walk away from this situation. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> you, situation with her family is only one year old. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Abby gets off the mic and says it's locked as locked up as Joey's father. <laughs> what a bitch. So fucking Oh my crazy. God. And then Andy and Joey sit down at the intercom and Joey's like really trying to be supportive and is like, yeah. you know, it's okay. I think she's being a good friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why she can't be this friend to Jen as well, but like totally. she's being a great friend to Andy. Yeah. And Andy kind of looks at her and is like, I can't do this. Yeah. And walk, gets up and walks out. Yeah. And Joey goes after her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like Abby makes a shitty comment about her mental health. And Pacey, because he's there, he kind of is like, fuck you and he sits down with abby and he's just like oh why are you so whack and we see him turn on the like loudspeaker he he says like why are you why are you running with chris like why are you his vp like you're Mm -hmm. so much better than him she goes i'm just using that walking penis for his popularity (laughs) (laughs) just the line i loved yeah and she like then continues to like goes off. go off on everyone yeah. and we sort of cut to Dawson and Jen in science class they're definitely dissecting frogs right I or... had to dissect pe- fetal pigs we only had dissection junior high yeah in junior high but yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. dissect fetal pigs oh we did frogs and then um and then f- fucking Abby's like you know, you and all the half-wit sophomores are too dumb to stop me. She, like, she goes off. She just late, goes off. She's just in classic Abby form. And then, um, you know, and Pacey's like, yeah, I must be stupid. So stupid. I didn't know I was pressing this button. <laughs> <laughs> and Abby's, like, shook yeah. that Pacey, like, got her. And Pacey, like, stands up, looks at Kenny and goes, school's yours, dude. Yeah. And, like, high fives him on the way out. It's like, fuck <laughs> this, you know? Yeah. Um, it's really sweet. It is. It's a good. I mean, Abby's fucked up, but but Pacey's kind of like you can see just like how maybe that book helped him, but just a little bit how savvy he is. Yeah, you know. Well, in that he's like, I mean, I'm gonna get you back for this. Like, yeah, you're you not know, getting away with yeah, this. Like, totally, don't get it. Twisted. The school might not suspend you as they should, but yeah, I'm gonna fucking get you back. Yeah. So then we go to Leary's and Gail is like, like cleaning, cleaning. <laughs> and like there's like eight different like types of pastries yeah. that she's baked. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, she, is Gail working? She, I don't know. So Dawson sees these papers on the table, and he's she's he's like, what are these? And Gail's like, oh, oh they're, they're divorce, divorce papers. papers. Your father had me served. And Dawson's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And then vacuums a window. Yeah. So clearly fine. Well, the thing is, like, I think she knew it was coming. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't know if Dawson was thinking that Mitch, like, kind of blindsided her and, like, fucked her and, you know, yeah. did this. I think Gail knew what was going to happen. No, I agree. Know? I agree. That doesn't mean, she, of course, she would be upset about it. I, her behavior is totally justified yeah, and yeah, wanted, yeah, yeah. you know. But to the way that Dawson sees the situation, I, I don't think was accurate. Yeah, I agree. So then we go to the ice house and Joey's like locking up. Yeah, and, and- Jack is like, hey, can I walk you home? Mm-hmm. He comes to meet her. 
and she's upset that he shot her out, you know, and um, but he does apologize. Yeah, like yeah, very yeah. sincerely apologizes. No, they have a really sweet conversation with each other about how each other felt about this situation. Yeah, and he's know? like, you know, and they talk it out. And he's like, I was upset, but that doesn't give me an excuse to act like an ass. And I'm really sorry that I did. Yeah. And she says, like, she could have helped him because yeah. she kind of understands, you know. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, he doesn't have the luxury of opening up about himself. Yeah. Which I felt was really interesting. Yeah. And well, so first of all, there's a Heather Nova song playing. She did that mm-hmm. London Rain song yeah, in the yeah, first yeah. episode of the season. It's called Heart and Shoulder. Um, it's great. And then... Yeah, Jack says, with my brother gone and my father MIA, my mother and sister depend on me. Yeah, and he's like, sometimes... I can't explain, and he's like, yeah. Sometimes my life is one big secret. Yeah, so... Yeah. So, I just, you know, Jack just has, like, so much on him, Mm -hmm. and I feel like doesn't really show it that often, and this must be, like, tremendously hard. I I just can't even imagine... And seeing the way the McPhee siblings manifest their trauma is like they're both authentic and a compelling way to do it. And and neither of them are gender based either. It's right. just like one person might be a little bit more like, I'm going to be hands off. And then the other one could be a little bit more controlling about mm-hmm, the situation, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, it's just such a hard situation that neither is right nor wrong. Right. So Joey tells Jack a great she she like I, we're gonna dig in. So Joey says when her mom was dying, she had this friend who, yeah. who was who's Dawson. She doesn't say that, but it is. Yeah, and she says he's amazing. And a lot of the times, I didn't feel like talking, and I we would just sit for hours and not say a word. And then she says, you know, towards the end when things got really bad, he would just reach out and hold my hand. Yeah, and I feel like here's the thing, like Aaron and I talk a lot about what trash we think Dawson can be. And like, I, I feel like, first of all, I feel like this is the first time you really do understand why Joey clings to this friendship in such a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we talked about it the previous episode where their history with her mom dying really connects them. Right. But I feel like here's the problem, right? Is that we hear this great story. Mm -hmm. He, if, if that's what he really did, that is a, an amazing way to behave right. to just, especially for someone young, like yeah, to yeah, just yeah. be able to be there and not talk and not be like, are you okay? Like asking people if they're okay. And right. like, you know, I mean, sometimes it, it's cliche, but like, yeah, sometimes you're like, no, I'm not okay. Well, yeah. My fucking mom's dying. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and like, uh, and just being there and letting people be not okay. Yeah. That's like a very, uh, it, it's a really important thing to do, but it's also a pretty adult thing to wrap your head around why right. people need that. My thing is that we never fucking see this. We have not seen this yeah. Dawson on the screen well, pretty much ever. I do think that we, the way I took that was yeah. you could tell that in that situation, that's what Joey took away from it. Right. But if we had seen that, we wouldn't have taken that away from it, you know? Yeah, I like that. Interesting. Because... The gaze, your your gaze thing. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Because I do think that I could see Dawson just reaching out and grabbing her hand, but his face would be, like, uncomfortable and, like, in, in, uh, like, a little bit selfish. Like, of, like, oh, why is she putting me in this situation? I don't know what to do, you know? Yeah, very well. But, like, the way she received it was of him being supportive and and there for her, you know? Because right. in a way he is, you know? It, it just is like when you, you know, you can take away from the situation whatever you take away from it, you know? And yeah. her head was all fucked up because her mom was dying too. Sure. 
So she reaches out then and, and takes Jack's hand. hand. Yeah. And sort of searches his eyes and like imploringly and nods at him like, is this okay? Yeah. And he, he like nods at her. And they I really just lo- love the connection that they have. Yeah. Again, I keep saying it, like just watching all of these characters grow their relationship. Mm-hmm. It, it's like you are there with it as a viewer versus just being like it hammered into your head of mm-hmm. like, nope. Dawson and Joey, they have a connection and you're like, okay, like what? Well, and I also think there's something about like her, like learning how to have a new relationship, Mm -hmm. like learning this person and like learning, okay, there's a tender spot right there. And like, you know, so don't push on it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like, um, and so I think there's something so like healthy and good about right. learning to meet new people and learning how well, and that also works. She's finding out that there are people that have things in common with her. Mm-hmm. Like they can connect her and Jack can connect over this like similarity they have. Right. Whereas like her and Dawson don't really have that many similar experiences. Right. Totally. You know? Mm hmm. So then we go over to Andy, who's, like, washing her face. She's looks a mess. Yeah, she's... She's been crying. Right. And the phone rings, and it's Pacey. Yeah. And she's, like, crying and... Yeah, we, we don't hear Pacey. We don't hear him. him. Yeah. And um, she just, like... But you can tell that he's worried. Yeah, she's like, hey, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. It's okay, I'm gonna be okay, like, I'll... I'm going to be back to myself in the morning. And she reaches to the medicine cabinet and we see her grab some Xanax. Med, some Xanax. It's Xanax, yeah. And um, she takes it and takes some water and she's crying about it. She's like, yeah. I'll talk to you. She says on the phone, like, I'll talk to you in the morning. I'll see you in the morning. And she hangs up and she's very upset about it, the experience, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, w- one note is that, like, listen. <laughs> Um, don't just go back on meds. Like, yeah, consult a doctor weird. before you do that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yes, that like we're seeing this, uh, this sixteen-year-old sort yeah. of make understand that, like, yeah, that is what's happening, and she needs to, um, yeah, you know, just like, yeah, the situation has become out of her control, mm-hmm. and as someone like Andy who really desires control. Well, and just like the That's fact that she's like, so hard. I'll be, I'll be back to myself tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. like it's like gonna just take a night and then I'll be fine. And I'm yeah. like, bro, like just take your time. Like you don't have to be totally back to normal and fine yeah. in one day. Like you can take time to get back to yourself and you can take time to figure out who your new who self is. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so yeah, like, what does normal mean? Yeah, you know, like Nothing. so crazy. Yeah, exactly. So then, um, we go over to Jen's. Yeah, and Jen is <laughs> she's sitting on the floor of her kitchen, of the kitchen studying, reading a book. It's very weird. Why is she doing that? No, yeah, I was like, I mean, I've sat a lot of weird places, but like, it, it's uh, really weird. Okay, so and then Dawson, Dawson walks, walks in, in, and he tells her that his parents are getting divorced. Yeah, and and. He sits down next to Jen and he's like, you know, I needed to talk to my sponsor because I know I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and he's, he admits that he knew it was over, but like he didn't. Did you believe him? I mean, 
I think after his conversation with Mitch, yes, mm. I do believe him. I, mm. I don't know that before that yeah. that's true, but I think after his conversation with Mitch, yeah. And he, he's like, you know, Jen, should I have a self-aware adult reaction to it or should I allow myself to feel the hurt and shock that a kid would feel? And I'm like, this is a weird binary that he thinks that that's I the know. Binary. That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, you're if you're self-aware, then you have that reaction. Right. I. It, I yeah. was like shocked by that. Um, like, uh, yeah, as an adult analysis, like, you yeah, know, I was like, yeah, you're aware, but you still f- have feelings. Like, if my all parents, adults robots. Yeah, I'm an adult now. If my parents were like, we're getting divorced, I would be shocked and upset and like have a lot of feelings about it. Well, I was going to say, like, and I would let myself have those feelings. If your parents, if your parents like called you tomorrow and was like, we're going to get divorced. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like it doesn't, it doesn't throw your life into turmoil in a way that yeah, like, I mean, I don't live with 16, them. Like, when of you course to, it would be yeah. completely mm-hmm. different, but that's right. what I mean. It's like, I'm an adult now so my reaction would still be all of those motions he's describing sure sure. I wouldn't just be like oh okay like a total robot yeah that's crazy and so 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 Dawson's like you know what should win my head or my heart my emotions or my brain and Jen tells him you know what always wins which is your emotions yeah yeah, 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 totally (laughs) and Dawson well that's why being an adult you let you have your emotions but you also know like that those are you know you can identify them better you know because you know you can't just not feel anything and you wouldn't (laughs) want that you wouldn't want that that, yeah yeah, it's bad yeah so dawson's face starts to crumble and he cries the worst crier (laughs) we haven't addressed the cry face but um don't worry look at our twitter because i've called i've Called some memes of Dawson crying that I'm pretty proud of. Oh my god! So Dawson cries and wraps Jen up and and Jen wraps him up and like yeah. hugs him. She's like a really She's fucking a good, good friend. friend. She's really there for him. You and know? and he says and like, that he, he looks up and says, "Thank you for being here." Yeah. And she says, "Thanks for letting me." Yeah. No, it's I like this. Yeah. <laughs> I want Jen to have a friend, so well, and, I like it. And I know. think about last time. You know, Dawson needed someone like this when his he found out his mom was cheating yeah. and he ran directly to Joey. He was with Jen yeah. and ran directly to Joey. Uh-huh. And like, and my, he, how far we've come. Yeah, because then he came back to Jen after that because he didn't like Joey's response. Right. You know? Um, you know, Jen's such a good person. Yeah. And she is, she, the thing is, Jen is who Dawson thinks he is. You right. Know? <laughs> Jen right. is totally like, um, you know, mature and adult with her feelings, yeah. you know, and her perspective of the situation. Um, yeah. And just like they sit on the floor and Heather Nova swells again. Yeah. And we fade to black. Yeah. <laughs> I feel for Dawson. I do too. You know, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's hard, man. That's, yeah. uh, that's so hard. I mean, I don't have experience with that, yeah, but me like, either. Because at the end of the day, he knows his parents really love each other, and that wasn't enough to navigate their marriage. Right. And I I, mean, I do think that there is so much truth to that, and there's something very adult about knowing that love isn't enough, that there's so much more that comes into long term relationships. You need love, of course, but it's not enough at all times. And so, you know, he has to learn that lesson the hard way Mm -hmm. um, at a a young age, Mm -hmm. and that sucks. Yeah, Uh, for sure. And that would be a hard thing to navigate, too, especially as you're learning about love. Um, So I feel for him. I do, too. Yeah, I feel for him. I think Jen's uh, just like 
just a fucking champion, man. Yeah. She's so great. Person. Yeah. I I I loved the Joey and Jack. Mm-hmm. Um the way they like fought and then came together. Yeah. And like in they fought in such a different way than Joey and Dawson fight. Yeah, I know, because they're because Dawson's aggression makes her angry. Right. You and, know, and so their fights are cutting and yeah. um and uh, aggressive yeah. in a way that like they're also they're just talking over each other. They're not listening to each other when Joey and Dawson fight. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. And I, you know, Pacey and Andy, I mean, yeah, Pace, uh, Pacey is so great. I, I just think the storyline with him and Andy brings out just like yeah. how great he is. Andy, I mean, uh, you know, it's fucking hard, but I'm glad that they I'm really glad that this show did this storyline. Yeah, no, I mean. For its clunkiness and its potential flaws, it's really compelling and so groundbreaking. Yeah. You know, and as much as I, like, talk shit on Kevin Williams in a previous episode, I I do think what he's doing is incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I think that there was something about this show that they were willing to do these groundbreaking things. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times this, those got ignored by a lot of people because it was a show that teen girls liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And, you know, I want to give the show credit where it's due, which yeah. is that, like, this is a big fucking deal that yeah, they did totally, this. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, as we're, you know, in 1998, we're leading into generations that are going to be much more medicated, that are mm-hmm. dealing with mental health issues in, in I would argue, healthy ways a lot of times yeah. and better ways than they're their previous generations. Like, how fucked up bullying is. Yeah. Like, I mean, that too. Abby's an insane bully. No teacher steps in. There's no space for Andy to go anywhere. Right. Any of these students to go anywhere with Abby's be- bullying. Right. You know? And we're just now kind of like being like, okay, so wait, Meghan Markle doesn't want to be a princess because they're bullying her. You you're know? like, yeah, and fuck you're you. Like, yeah, Katie Hill like resigns yeah. because there was a revenge porn and online bullying because of her. Right. You know, it's like, it's pretty. It's fucked. Fucked up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we are. There we are. <laughs> Until next week. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. Um, we're loving interacting with y'all. You can email us. We've been getting some great emails um, at Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. You can find my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. We want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at Go Freaking Crazy. Uh, please like us, subscribe, uh, review, write reviews on any of the places you get your podcasts. It helps us immensely when you do. My uh, Twitter and Instagram are Pesty1079. Uh, we would love to thank Andrew Bush, who set up our meta triangle and, and like <laughs> rolls with all of our punches that we throw at him. Uh, he's the best. And he tells us all about the East Coast, which uh, obviously we need yeah. help with. <laughs> um, Rare Bird Books can be found online at rarebirdbooks.com. Uh, we can be found on the social medias at Rare Bird Lit on all of them. This has been a Rare Bird production. Yeah.